Good Morning Teacher, I'm Noelle Pickering. On the Good Morning Teacher podcast, we bring practical solutions to busy teachers because you can love your job and leave your work at school. Join us each week to talk through tools and strategies that help you maximize your time and effort both in the classroom and at home. I'm excited to cheer you on as you face the week ahead. teachers, you're listening to episode number 17. Last week on the podcast, we chatted about online teacher collaboration ideas and how and what to look for when collaborating online. To check out that episode, be sure to visit maneuveringthemiddle.com slash episode 16. Today, I am super excited to discuss a concept that I am in the midst of learning and working through and one that we as teachers face each and every day. I consider it one of the biggest challenges to those pursuing a career in education and possibly one of the biggest reasons why the average educator leaves the classroom after just five years. So what is it? Not setting enough boundaries. Whether it be in your role as a teacher, a mother, a father, spouse, friend, coworker, all of these roles and responsibilities we're trying to balance. And I'm going to share with you some ways we can put healthy boundaries in place so that we can thrive in not only our roles as educators, but all of the other ones we also hold. This is gonna be a great conversation, so let's do it. The idea of a boundary isn't a new thing. We have physical boundaries like a fence around our home. We have emotional boundaries with specific people in our lives. And in this case, we have professional boundaries. Boundaries have to be set by either us or an external party, and if not set, they will continue to creep in over time. I follow some home renovators on Instagram, and they talk about the idea of project creep, where let's say you set out to refinish your floors, but then you realize that you're going to have to take up the baseboards in order to do the floors, so you might as well paint them. But now that you've done the baseboards, the paint on the walls is going to look a little dingy, so you might as well paint the wall while you're at it, right? So this one project has become three projects and the budget has also creeped up. Has that ever happened to you? But a boundary like a budget or a specific timeline for the project is going to put a limit on that project creep. If you have family coming to visit at Thanksgiving and two weeks to complete the project, then you're going to have to limit it to the most essential part. I can't help but think about this in our professional boundaries. We are whole people and our lives are not neatly compartmentalized. Any creep in our professional boundaries will impact our personal life and vice versa. As educators, I think we are especially prone to struggle with setting boundaries for two reasons. First, I think we're high achievers. We want to do our best and give our best to our students each and every day. We take a great sense of pride in the work that we do, and this is awesome. Teachers also tend to put others, and in this case, students, above their own needs. Selflessness and caring about others is so admirable and something to be respected. However, I think the unique combination of that high achiever, selflessness, and the demands of the profession can lead to burnout, resentment, stress, all of those things. And it happens pretty quickly. Professional boundaries provide longevity in our educational career and help teachers to best function for the long term. Now, boundaries can have a negative connotation. I'm not certain why. Maybe it's because saying no to others feels uncomfortable, but I would like us to make a mindset shift when it comes to boundaries. They actually can provide a lot of freedom. For example, a boundary of turning off the notifications on my phone 
means that I have the freedom to spend undistracted time with my family, and then I can get the quality rest that is important for my body. And that sounds pretty lovely. So we just talked about the importance of boundaries, and you might be thinking, yes, Noelle, I'm in, but what do I actually do to make a change? And let's chat about how to decide on what these boundaries might be. I'm going to share some examples for me, both when I, from when I was in the classroom and now as a mom working in a different role in the education space. I think it's fair to say that boundaries are pretty nuanced based on your situation, your personal capacity, and a whole host of other things. And I don't want this podcast episode to be a lecture about what your boundaries should be. Shooting teachers is never my goal. Instead, I want to encourage you to develop some practices that will help you be a healthier and happier teacher. Some of the most effective educators I know are those that love their job because they are able to go to work and fully be present there and then come home and recharge because they are fully present at home. But how do we decide on those boundaries? We've all heard about the rocks that you put in the jar and you have to put the big rocks in first to make it all fit. But what if it literally doesn't fit? Like, have we ever talked about how big the jar is or how big the rocks are? I first heard the idea of juggling different balls in the air from a favorite food blogger of mine. And she heard it from an author, Nora Roberts, which from my internet research, it may or may not be the original source because it's also mentioned in a plethora of other articles, including one on edutopia.com. All that to say, I'm not 100% sure where the original source is. And I'll go ahead and include the link to both the article and the author in the show notes. So you can check those out on your own at maneuveringthemiddle.com slash episode 17. But the, the general concept is imagine you're juggling and some of the balls are plastic and some of them are glass. And the key is really knowing which is which. The glass balls are the most important parts of your life, relationships with loved ones, certain parts of teaching. For me, my relationship with my husband and our sons are glass balls. They can't be dropped. They will shatter. There are even certain aspects of maneuvering the middle that are glass balls. Continuing to produce high-quality resources for teachers, it's a glass ball for us. As a teacher, showing up ready to teach was a glass ball for me. And personally, in all aspects of life, doing what I say I'm going to do is a glass ball. Now, some of the balls you're juggling are plastic. They can drop and be picked up again and again. In fact, you can drop a ball for a period of time and pick it back up when you have more time for it. Realistically, most responsibilities can fall into this camp. In the Edgeforia article, the author Joe Mulliken says, allowing ourselves to strategically drop the plastic balls gives us the space we need to truly invest in what is glass. An example as this relates to maneuvering the middle is professional development for us. We get so many requests to come and do PD at various schools. But at this moment in time, this is a plastic ball. I would love to travel and meet all of you wonderful teachers, but I have had to let that drop right now. My kids are little, traveling and being away from home is hard. The rhythms and importance of the glass balls are more important than the plastic ones. I can pick that one up later. As a teacher, this might look like certain aspects of your job. Perhaps having a Pinterest or Instagram worthy classroom is a plastic ball that you just need to drop this year. Maybe it's going above and beyond to rework the lessons from last year. Again, these are going to be personal to you, but remember, the plastic balls are the things that can be easily confused for glass balls, so you have to be really paying attention. Lastly, the Edge of Warrior article included the idea of ghosts, things we need to stop juggling altogether. These are the unrealistic expectations you have for yourself. They are usually self-imposed, 
and there's typically no impact on anyone else when they're dropped. However, it is really easy to hold on to these. As an example, a ghost of mine would be working late because I thought it made me more committed or grading everything my students worked on because if it didn't, maybe it meant I wasn't doing a good job as a teacher. Maybe it's being coaxed into being team leader even though your plate is full because you want your colleagues in administration to think highly of you. They will find another team leader. Life is a constant juggling act. You have to choose what to juggle and what to drop. Now that we've thought about the different roles and responsibilities we have, we need to actually set a boundary that will help us in this juggling act. First, we want to identify what the boundary is. So I brainstormed a few examples as it relates to teaching. I will leave at blank time each day. I will not bring homework on the weekends. I will only grade between 2 and 4 p.m. on Sundays. I will only grade blank assignments each week. I will go to bed by blank time. I like adding the benefit or the freedom that comes from this. For example, I will leave by 4 p.m. so that when I pick up my kids, I will have time to spend with them before bed. Next, we want to actually share the boundary with a friend, family member, or colleague. If you're trying to leave work at a certain time, ask your colleague down the hall to check on you before they leave. It's a nice little reminder for someone to stop in, poke their head in the door and say, hey, it's 345 and I'm heading out. Are you wrapping up so you can head out too? Or maybe you can loop your colleague into the boundary with you and you can both work on it together. Lastly, you want to give some grace when you fail and a reward when you succeed. Maybe it's a small treat like driving through to grab a coffee or going to happy hour with your colleague. It's important to both celebrate the wins and also dust yourself off when you slip back into those old habits. And lastly, I think one of the biggest areas that we as humans need boundaries with is just technology. The constant technology, the interruptions, the notifications, the immediate access we have to others and others have to us. It's really challenging and it's easy to feel as though you have literally never left work. If the first thing you do in the morning is check your school email, and the last thing you do before bed is check your school email, then you're going to burn out. I am 100% guilty of this. So as much as I am talking to you, I am also talking to me. Turn off your notifications when your email, when you're at home. You don't need to respond to the email just because it's there. In fact, the most productive thing you can do is batch your emails and respond to them when you have time during the work hours. For more on batching, check out episode one. Your mental health is important. It is a glass ball. So as a quick recap, our mental health and long-term influence in the world is dependent on us setting boundaries so that we can love our job and be impactful educators. Grab a friend, tell your loved one, and set a healthy boundary today. Because remember that boundaries in one area of your life give you freedom in another. Summer is here and we are excited to drop weekly encouragement and practical tips into your favorite podcasting player. Tell us how you're enjoying summer and what you are up to while listening. You can tag us at Maneuvering the Middle on both Facebook and Insta. And if you have been loving the podcast, then we would love a five-star review. It helps us to get found by other teachers. So for more of the information, the articles, and the freebies mentioned today in one easy place, check out maneuveringthemiddle.com slash episode 17. I'm Noelle Pickering, and you've been listening to the Good Morning Teacher Podcast. Until next time, friends, make it a great week.